It's The In Show, Australia's only show dedicated to innovation from Adelaide, Australia and across the globe. It's David Grice and Troy Sincock. This show is all about inspiration, innovators, entrepreneurs, startups, people coming up with good ideas, not only where we live, David, but right around the globe. And Claire's got this way about finding out what's happening on the other side of the world and the kookiest stories. I still think, you know, so far, my favourite story that Claire's batted up for us is about the husband's storage box. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. You, you're just, obsessed with that. I, look, I'm, I'm, I just think that's such a great idea. Is it because you think of, you know, your own shopping experiences and really you'd much rather be gaming while your wife is, you know, looking for clothes and groceries? Well, no, I'm actually thinking more about it from the lens of my son because he loves the video games and, you know, Xbox and all that stuff. And, and I think for him... It just brings a whole new meaning to going to the shops with mum because he does not stop complaining about it from the minute he gets into the car to the minute he gets back in the car to come home. The only thing is, you know, what happens when he ends up with, you know, these 15 pairs of undies that he wouldn't be caught dead in that his mum has bought while he's been playing the games? You've you got to be there to help make those decisions. Well, that's right. That'll, that'll teach him, won't it? It really will. Now, let's find out what Claire's got for us this time round. I know she's got a story about an innovation in park benches which are helping to save the environment, but what else have you got for us, Claire? Thanks, David and Troy. This week I'll be talking about a reef-saving robo-fish, but first, a cure for blindness is one step closer after doctors in the UK successfully restored the eyesight of two patients. The researchers involved with the London Project to Cure Blindness used stem cell therapy to restore vision capabilities in a man in his late 80s and a woman in her 60s. Their eyesight has improved so much they're now able to read again and see faces. Both patients had an advanced type of age-related macular degeneration, otherwise known as AMD, caused by leaking blood vessels in their eyes. They're two of approximately 600 to 700,000 people just in the UK alone who have AMD. So how did the treatment work? The researchers inserted a large group of stem cells at the back of the eye on the damaged areas. The stem cells then successfully repaired the retina and restored vision in the two patients. The scientists hope this new treatment will become available in the next five years and that the treatment will become as routine as getting surgery for cataracts. Academics from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology have set loose a robo-fish in Fiji's Rainbow Reef. Its name is Sophie and its goal is to save the many coral reefs found across the globe. The rubber cross-plastic fish is being used to track marine life. A diver can control the fish by using a specially modified Super Nintendo controller. The controller can stand the pressure of water because it has an outer shell filled with oil. Using this, the diver can change Sophie's speed, angle and trajectory. The fish can last 40 minutes in the water without needing to use a motor and can travel to depths of up to 18 metres. Inside Sophie is the motor, a sensor that detects buoyancy, a pump that moves the tail and a receiver which is wirelessly connected to the controller. If the connection is lost between Sophie and the controller, the fish stops and stays in the same location. According to the researchers from MIT, other robot prototypes aren't as effective as Sophie because they have strong propulsion systems. This can cause turbulence in the water which then scares the marine life away. Hopefully, Sophie will be able to provide reef-saving information to the experts. Still talking about saving the environment and air pollution reducing benches called city trees have been installed across Europe. 
they're capable of absorbing the same amount of pollution as 275 actual trees. The unique benches were created by Green City Solutions in Berlin and have been placed in cities such as Paris, Oslo, Amsterdam and London. The four metre high contraptions contain almost 1,700 tubs of moss. These pots of moss extract pollutants like dirt and soot from the air. The bacteria found in the moss then absorbs the polluted matter and the actual moss digests it. The city trees have inbuilt sensors that record data about the plants and their surroundings. Plus, the solar-powered benches have Wi-Fi as well as a rainwater tank, irrigation network and a nutrient collector so that the contraption can regularly water itself. The creation can improve the quality of the air by reducing the amount of dangerous particles that can find their way into our lungs and bloodstream. It probably won't be too long until the city tree or something similar becomes a common sight in Australia as well. And that's what's in news this week. Thanks, Claire. Well, what do you think about that innovation, David? City trees, that I mean, that is extraordinary. We've grown up knowing that we've got to keep planting trees because of you know the benefits that there are in doing that. But these park benches are effectively taking the place of trees. I think, you know, we, we're really lucky because we live in a city of Adelaide that is is just full of trees and parkland surrounding it. And, you know, the whole design of our city was built around parks and green spaces and that sort of thing. But you look at some Asian countries where, you know, they're so densely populated that there is just no room and space for, for green space and trees. So something like this, I mean, 275 trees mm. in one park bench, unbelievable. It immediately makes me think of Los Angeles. You know, I haven't been there over the last couple of years. You know, there's that massive uh, smog cloud over the city. I mean, when you think of Los Angeles, you sort of think of sunshine and, you know, all the great things that happen over there. But then when you physically go there and see this looming cloud every day, which is clearly, you know, pollution or something like that, imagine if by installing these park benches, it could take that away. Now, I don't know if that's possible, but you would think that if it has the ability to absorb the same amount of pollution as 275 trees, you got to you whack one of those park benches on you know most blocks, and it's going to have some impact. It would have massive impact, and you know we we hear of the devastation that uh, that air pollution causes in in countries like China and and all of those sorts of things, and you know that's made you know global news, and I think it's something like ten thousand people a day are suffering the serious consequences of of air pollution related illnesses. So how many people's lives could be changed by the fact that we could throw a few park benches around some streets and uh, and just see the difference? I wonder. Whether what would come up for some big business is though we can create more pollution, we'll just install more benches. Now there's something that's really interesting, isn't it? Because we don't want companies to to lose their, I suppose, their future thinking around you know sustainability and becoming green. I think this is just going to add to what's already there and what what's you know the world is capable of achieving through through beautiful green space. Mm, we're definitely living in exciting times. It's David Grice and Troy Sincock. On the next In Show podcast, we speak to a guy that we've spoken to before after he had an enormous amount of success on a reality television show. Yeah, Troy, I mean, you know, this guy got onto Shark Tank and got investment in a peg with a hook. Yeah, and he'd been working on this peg with a hook in the privacy of his own home for quite some time. I think he went and got it 3D printed to see what the thing would look like and then he pitched it on the show. And then Scott Bucock has become this sort of global phenomenon. He has, and it all started because he was trying to hang his wife's dress up on, yeah. the, on the clothesline, you know, so. Just goes to show that these ideas, you know, that end up, you know, really helping people and generating stacks of revenue don't have to look like they're solving world peace. Yeah, so what, what have we got him in for? Well, he's got a new innovation which is going to be really interesting to hear about and what I understand 
is that he he requires our help to get this thing up as well. Can't wait to hear more about it. So Scott Bucock from Hegs Australia is on the next In Show podcast. The In Show News. Subscribe to the In Show podcast on iTunes. A Dave and the Beanstalk production.